Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is and when, wherever you are in this amazing world. Welcome to Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday, the weekly podcast where we talk about freedom and how we can find freedom and what do you define as freedom and how do you how do you get to freedom in this crazy world? And I know you're excited because this is the monthly edition where we recap our health summit. And if you remember, we do a health summit first Monday of every month. So you now get to delve into some of our takeaways as panelists from the March health summit that just occurred and it was a an amazing summit I will tell you that we added a new panelist Russell Shaw you're going to hear from him on this podcast Russell focused in on the brain all right so that's going to be something you're going to hear about and also we had Kristen from before and Sybil and myself so those were the four panelists so let's get started here what from I'm just going to ask open-ended uh, what were some of the big takeaways we talked about on the kind of the pre-show uh, about there's just some simple things that come forward in these things that we all learn. Who, who's got one that they want to share with with the group? Go ahead, Sybil. I loved how Kristen talked about how sitting is the new smoking. Like it is that big of a thing. That is something that I feel like, you know, you can go through many moons without thinking about how much you sit in your day, especially with a lot of people having office jobs and things like that. So yeah, that was a, that was a, like a, oh yeah, sort of a thing and a crazy realization because yeah, smoking is not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I would echo that. I felt, man, when you said that, Chris, and I made a note of that one as well, because it really drives it home. I think those simple, those simple comparisons or metaphors, you know, sitting is the new smoking. It was just like, boom. If that doesn't make you want to get off your butt and do something. And again, we're talking about health freedom. And and I'll just jump in that all the a lot of the things you mentioned, just parking a little bit further from the destination when you're waiting for a bus, walk up to the next bus stop. You know, all those little things that you can do. It just it got me fired up for the next day that I'm just going to go and and I've done that too. I parked a little bit further out each everywhere I've gone since I heard that. And then I just feel like, see, I'm 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 helping my body there. So that was really good. All right, who else has a nugget they want to share? I like the I like the way whenever we was talking about all the different spices and all the different things that that are available that they're not, you know, they're in your they're in your grocery store and all these spices you know we talk about they're good for this part of your body they're good for the brain they're good for you know these these spices that 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 uh that we mentioned cloves and turmeric and and all these things you don't have to go and get a prescription to to get some of these things that are that are really healthy for you you just need to do a little research of course you know we we at our life transform center will gladly give anybody that that research information i've got it and i'm sure uh some of the ladies there too seven christian because they have some of that too but you know we would love to share that with people because um you know it's it's so easy to get your hands on yeah i would add to that if somebody's telling you to get a prescription stop dead in your tracks 
and consult with one of one of us or somebody in your world that is all about natural and holistic before you even go to fill that sucker you know make sure you do that so now you know what else what else uh from a freedom standpoint Kristen, did you have one you wanted to talk about i did yeah absolutely so i want to just tie in a little bit with the, the spices so sybil talked about turmeric and so turmeric is great to cook with and to use as it is an essential oil so i love how there's multiple uses for these different amazing spices. And then Bob, you talked about the panda planner. I had not ever seen what that looked like. I've heard that many, many times, people talking about the panda planner, but to actually see those different categories and how it pulls in gratitude, it pulls in those intentions uh, and to really set forth what it is that you wanna do and be intentional in your day. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I love that. So the one I noted was the, you're going to need to help me, co, co, Copaiba? Copaiba. Yeah, Copaiba. Copaiba. I literally, you guys listening on a podcast, Copaiba. I'm going to have Sybil just do a quick little chat on it here in a second. But literally during the health summit, I ordered some of that stuff literally and then alana wants to order some too so i actually told her i'm like i just realized Sybil, that oh you know what you can even order it from me and she's like how come you haven't told me i'm like i totally forgot that i can't do don't tear up. she gave me one of those looks like out. I've been holding out. So why don't you tell the audience that didn't get to go uh, to the health summit about that Copaiba stuff. Yeah, you got it. Copaiba, also known as Copaiba. You can say it like that too, but it is one of the most anti-inflammatory substances on earth and it comes straight from a tree. So it's like sap from a tree in the Amazon rainforest. Um, they are big, tall trees that are very hard to get to. These natives who live there, uh, take their little like catamarans up the up the river, tap these trees and wait for the resin to pour out and you can start using it um, in its essential oil form. It's really affordable. A lot of people who take CBD um, may find that there's lots of variations when you are taking CBD and it's hard to like get a really good source of it. Whereas Copaiba from doTERRA, you're gonna get the same high quality, pure oil every single time. It's incredibly affordable. It's like 35 bucks a bottle. Um, you get 250 doses in there. And um, one of the things I shared last night or two nights ago on the Health Summit was that uh, because it has such great anti-inflammatory capabilities, it can help with like a myriad of different pain and obviously inflammatory diseases um, in a a good friend that I had um, from back where I used to work, he had rheumatoid arthritis and was looking for something. He was into holistic and he was looking for something that would be really easy. And so that was my first thought is to tell him to take Copaiba twice a day under his tongue, just two drops twice a day. Um, and within six months, he was in full recovery. Um, his doctor released him from her care. She was very impressed. He's off of all of his medications and is just continuing to use Copaiba. He has full dexterity back in his shoulders um, and in his elbows. So he can go fishing and bowling and do all the things. And he's super grateful for it. It's just fun to hear those testimonials of people having real life experiences with plant medicine. It's very powerful. Oh, I love that. And let's let's really get into that topic a little bit here. Um, you know, in our world today, things are so jacked up. And we talked, we mentioned a little bit about prescription meds and 
and, and all that stuff. So health freedom, wait, if we're, if we're talking about chasing freedom, you know, what, what are some, like, what are some things that each of you are learning right now, right now, that may be new for your health freedom journey? What are some things that maybe you don't, you're still trying to fully understand or that you're starting to incorporate that that is just bringing you some, some, some freedom in your health journey. Anybody have something they're working on now? I think, well, one of the things I'm working on is so many people are anxious, depressed and all those is, is, is mood enhancers. Um, Now this is for you. Now I'm looking at something that you're doing for you. Oh, well, that's what I'm going to say. I have increased, you know, increasing my, my, uh, intake of fruits and vegetables because fruits and vegetables are a natural enhancer. A lot of people, you know, go to sugar as a, as a mood enhancer whenever they're down, but it's only a, it's a, it's a spike type. Whereas food, fruits and vegetables, I've noticed that I'm a lot, you know, I'm, I've always been a happy person anyway, but, but I mean, it's so much easier for me to find that good mood. Uh, and, and one of the things that I'm, I'm looking at taking, I haven't started taking it, is 5-HTP5, which is a natural, it's also a natural uh, supplement that you can use that's over the counter or some, that you can buy. And so, uh, so, I so how did you, rec- how did you decide, how do you, uh, so somebody's tooling along, they're listening to the podcast and they hear more fruits and vegetables. Like, so how do you start there? Like, what is more? Is it just compared to whatever you're doing now? And then how do you measure the impact and all of that? Well, there's several different ways you can measure the impact. You should you should eat like six to eight servings a day. Okay, and you can have two or three servings at, at a meal. If you have a big salad, you're gonna get like four servings in a meal or three servings. And so, but you should have six to eight servings in a meal. And what you're gonna notice is there's two things that happen. One is, uh, you also maintain your weight better because fruits and vegetables, whenever whenever you eat them, when you get full, your stomach tells your brain is full. Where with the low carbs, with the white carbs and uh, sugars, even though you're full, it tells your brain you're hungry. That's why they, you know, that's why that old uh, that old saying says, you know, whenever you eat Chinese food, you're hungry. Thirty minutes later, and it's not that you're hungry; you're actually full. But a lot of times, you're eating a lot of rice. Okay, so let's go, let's go. So one measure is weight. You said your weight will be consistent. So if someone is tuning along, so right now they're living their life and if they just increase fruits and vegetables, that's all they have to do is increase it. Yeah, increase your fruits and vegetables and you'll feel fuller so that you won't eat as much. Okay, so a measure would be you'll feel fuller. Yep. What else? What else have you noticed on this journey? Um... More clarity. I have my uh, whenever it comes to memory. I have my memory is returning. You know that old myth that says as you get older your memory gets worse. Well, that's a myth. That's a lie. Now, does this instantaneous, dude? So if I eat more fruits and vegetables than I did yesterday, I'm gonna be like, wow, I'm feeling no. Okay. No, it's just tell the listeners about that. How how long is this gonna take? It's probably gonna take it. And everybody's body's a little different, but you need to give it two to three weeks for it to really start kicking in. But what's really neat about the the the, uh, the fruits and vegetables is it's not like you get to a mood point and you level off. You actually consistently 
move in a better mood the longer you eat fruits and vegetables. Okay, that is great. So the tips, take your notes out there, podcast listeners. If you're taking notes, the three points, Russell said, eat more fruits and vegetables, just more than you've been eating. That's all. There's no magic thing. Just do that. And then over time, you're going to look at, uh, you're going to see your weight is going to maintain. You're going to feel better. You're going to get more clarity. Thanks yeah. for that, Russell. What about any anybody else? What are you doing? What are you doing new right now? Well, for me, I'm doing more chopping my own onions and garlic. So that was one of the biggest changes that I've made is going away because I used to use minced garlic in a jar and learned now that there are preservatives and other things in the oils and the garlic that are going to hinder how it's going to be used in your body and your body can use it better when you chop it those onions and the garlic and then after you've chopped them here's the big one you need to let it sit for like 10 minutes before you cook them so the chopping activates those uh, vegetables and then when you wait 10 minutes then they're better able to use in your body and then it's even better if you eat them raw and you chew them really good wow that is awesome so chop chop your garlic and your onion versus getting it minced or pre-chopped let it sit for 10 and if you can eat it raw and really chew it good now what about i i chop things because i chop a bunch and then i put them in a little container in the fridge is that okay yeah, that's okay too. Okay. All right. Yep. So you've chopped them, prepped them ahead of time. Meal prep is always great because if you've prepped them ahead of time, then you're going to make better choices when it comes to that meal time. So I, like I always it. encourage meal prep too. Yeah, I have noticed that. And when you take the time, it can be really fun. If you like, what I like to do is on Sunday, I get all the stuff and I get a glass of wine and I have a little wine and I'm chopping and prepping all my stuff. Makes it makes it kind of fun. Sybil, what, what, what are you working on new, girl? So I wouldn't say it's necessarily new, but it's something that I'm tuning back into and paying more attention to. Um, and that, that is just drinking more high quality water mm. throughout the day. So I've, I've known about water quality for a long time and I've drank quality water for a long time. So it kind of then has given me that excuse of like, oh, I'm getting high quality water, but then not thinking about like the quantity of it that I'm drinking in a day. So I've been focusing in on not only drinking more of it, but uh, I tuned into a few tips about best ways to drink water. Somebody who loves ice water, it's actually much better to drink your water room temperature because it's quicker to absorb into your intestines um, rather than it having to get warmed up by your body to be able to be absorbed. Um, and I also learned that sitting down while you're drinking relaxes your muscles and so it can more easily absorb. Um, so yeah, I've just been really focusing back in on good water habits. So not only just the quality of water, how much you're drinking and how you are drinking it. Awesome. Three good tips there. I'm sure she articulated that very succinctly. So I don't have to repeat yeah. that for the audience. That is well done. And now let me tell you the one that I'm picked up on lately. This is a new one for me and it's yoga. I am doing yoga and I got like Lana turned me on to this. There's a YouTube series. It's, it's, I think it's called yoga with Adrian or something. Adrian is the lady's name and she's got her dog Benji right along with her 
I'm sure there's others, but she has these 30 day yoga challenges. And oh my goodness, just the focus on breathing, you know, and the awareness around breathing and then the flexibility, I can just tell. And again, it's, it's kind of like what Russell talked about earlier. It isn't something that will happen immediately, but I can see doing something 30 days in a row. Now we're on our second 30 day challenge. I, I mean, just certain things that I'm doing, my flexibility has increased so much and I feel so much better. So I just think this, as you get older, as I get older, being more flexible, I think is something that's really gonna be beneficial for me. All right, let's transition to another question I have. The other end of the spectrum for you all, what are your pet peeves from a health standpoint? In other words, those things that you see other people doing that you're like, oh my gosh, don't they know? What, what are some of the pet peeves that if you, if you wanted to speak into this world and you could like brainwash everybody to just not do this anymore, what would it, what would it be? One that's been super present for me, and this is super specific, um, but people who eat McDonald's. I'm sorry, but there are so many documentaries out there. You can see that, did you guys know their chicken nuggets don't even have chicken in them? They are literally all chemicals, like just pure chemicals. And I know so many people who feed it to their kids because and also McDonald's is the number one toy supplier in the entire world. And so Choice to me, that's toy supplier. They sell, they supply more toys than anybody else in their restaurant, which means they're manipulating children from a small age and kids get hooked on that. And the parents are like, you know, they're like, well, my kid wants the toy. So this is what I do. And it just like breaks my heart to know that, you know, it, it is just, it's so bad for you. So I encourage people to go watch, go watch a YouTube video on what McDonald's puts in their stuff. There's plenty of them out there and it is absolutely horrifying. So yeah, McDonald's is a really big pet peeve for me. Oh my gosh. And I used to, when I was in the corporate world, I worked in the food industry and we supplied McDonald's with, with a lot of stuff. And I know exactly how they got, because it's always cost reduce. We got to, how do we cost reduce? How do we cost reduce? How do we put more sugar in it? How do we put more salt in it? So it'll get people, you know, addicted. Yeah, it's terrible. That's a good one, Sybil. Who else has one? Mine is people who don't eat any carbs. So your body needs the carbs. And there's a difference between simple carbs and complex carbs. So not all carbs are the same, but you can't cut out carbs. You need to eat those complex carbs, those whole grains, those fruits and vegetables that Russell talked about earlier. You've gotta have those in your diet. So that is my huge pet peeve. Oh, I love it. It's so true. You know, you get, and have you guys found, I mean, like for me, people can get all self-righteous. You know, it's like, oh, yep, I don't eat carbs. And they're like, you know, they're all proud. I'm like, well, good for you. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's just like, oh, it is. That is one of mine too. It's maddening uh, to come across. And, you know, I always feel like I'm a, like I've got the, I've got the answer that nobody really wants to hear. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, I wish I could just crawl into their head <laughs> and, and, you know, share that, share what I'm frustrated about. So that's a really good one too. I love it. How about you, Russell? What is, what's your pet peeve? No fat, low or no fat diets. Because the brain is 60% fat. And the brain uses 20 to 30% of your calories every day. 
if you're not getting enough good fat, now there's a difference between good fat and bad fat, just, just you know, just like there's good carbs, bad carbs. If you're not eating the good fats, your brain suffers because it doesn't get the fat energy it needs. Whoa, that's good. So if I see somebody that says something stupid, I can say, you've been eating fat or not? No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking here, y'all. This is that's a little podcast humor. No, that's you say what kind of fat you've been eating, <laughs> <laughs> or have you not been eating any fat? Yeah, and you're not been eating, yeah, because yeah. a lot of these diets, you know, are, are no fat diets, and and, and they, don't, dangerous. they don't realize the damage it can do to them. Yeah, they're dangerous. So much of this, man, this, this whole weight loss thing. No, those are really good. So, mine, uh, a little bit of a roundabout way to say it, but. You know, I feel like as a 63-year-old dude, I'm pretty healthy. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. I've, I've got a lot of energy. And, you know, I feel like, man, I take good care of myself and all this. But people, my pet peeve is, like, I'll be hanging out even, like, I'll give you an example. We're on this men's retreat. So they had us all go off. Uh, on this walk and talk about certain subjects. We all had to hold this string, so we're all tied together in this whole thing. So we were all about in the same age group. And the one guy knew me, and the other guy was new, and the other guy was kind of overweight, and puffing and puffing, you could just hear it. And the one guy that knew me said, hey, guess how old he is, guess how old he is, and he's pointing to me, you know, telling the guy, guess how old he is. And then the guy's like, well, I don't know. And he, and he told him, and the guy just kind of just, you know, he just like, and I'm like, dude, what my pet peeve is, like, we have people all around us that are, like, super healthy that we see. And, I mean, my mindset is like, man, what are you doing? Like, I'm always asking Sybil, hey, what can I do? What oil can I do for this or that? And, da, 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 and I'm sharing it with people. But it's this mindset of people aren't open to to like whether it be uh, supplements or you know eating differently or whatever. You would think that they just look at themselves and they say, "Well, I probably need to do something." So, will you, you guys help me with that. I get really frustrated with that. Will anybody have something they can speak into me on this topic? Because it it's something that really does frustrate me. Yeah, you gotta go ahead go ahead riffle yeah i'm here oh i was just gonna say you you've got to find that part of them that creates an emotion that's gonna cause a change we are all emotional you know i mean you know and we make our decisions about emotions and you're not going to get them to change the way they think about food or the way they think about so what do I need to say to him? Like I'm with that dude and he's overweight and he's huffing and puffing. What do I say to get his emotion? I'm like, should I have said, hey dude, hey dude, you should be listening to what I'm about to tell you. What do I, how do I do it? Ask him if he has grandkids that he'd like to, you know, be able to go on a hike with someday. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Anything that you can future pace him on, you know, yeah. hey, you know, uh, where do you want to be in five years? Do you have, you know, the grandkids is great. Do you, do you and your wife want to go on a special vacation? I mean, there's just so many different things that you can ask. Um, the future pace him. That's what, you know, that's what I call it. And if you can future pace somebody to take a look at their, what they, what they want to, what they would like to have in the future, 
then you can a lot of times tap into that emotion. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And anybody that's listening to this, if you fall into that category at all, you know, if you're like me and you're frustrated by, I just feel like you guys, everybody on this panel, we've all, we've got our health journey and we've all done some amazing things naturally for our, our own individual health. So the more you, I feel like the more I do that, the more I want to share it with the world. And the more I, I want to be able to help other people see what I've seen, what you guys have all seen as individuals. And I think, you know, bringing this back full circle, this is really what freedom is all about. And in this case, chasing freedom from a health standpoint is, is sharing uh, podcasts like this, the health summit, we're all sharing kind of our experiences and our results, not in a pushy way, but in a way of saying, this is what's worked for us. And if yeah. you're seeking more, here's your opportunity to uh, potentially try some new things. So we're about wrapped up with the podcast. I'm going to give everybody just about 30 seconds if you want to share anything else about um, chasing freedom. And I would say maybe 30 seconds or less. What is one thing you learned that that didn't help your health that you want to make sure others don't have to experience? How about that question? Let's start with Sybil. I'll go Sybil first. 30 seconds or less. All right. Well, my first thought was uh, not on that line. And it was really a message of like, just understanding that you do have the power to make an impact in your own life. I think Rob, that's probably why some people don't ask those questions because they don't think that they have the power to make any positive change in what they're doing, that, that it just won't matter, but it does matter. You can make a difference. And I would say that um, the one thing anywhere where I've had struggles um, making improvements is because I've given up. And so just don't give up because you do have the power and the potential to make really positive impact in your health journey. Like it, Kristen. Mine would be that knowing that your most doctors get less than 10 hours of nutrition training. So if you are not getting what you need from your doctor, it's time to recognize that maybe you need to talk to somebody in the functional world, somebody, somebody in the health world, the holistic world that can help you and guide you because natural medicine will catch or traditional medicine will catch up but it usually takes 15 to 20 years for them to catch up with what is out there. Love it. Russell. So with everything we're talking about, it starts with, as you think, what are you thinking about? Because what you think makes you feel. So as you think, so I feel. Then whenever you start feeling something, you will, you want to do something. So as I think, so I feel, as I feel, so I do. And then whenever you start doing whatever it is you need to do, you will have. So as I think, so I feel, as I feel, so I do, as I do, so I have. You want to have what we're talking about? Think about what it is you want and then get that emotion you need. Yeah, and mine would be, I, I've gone off and done individual research to do this food or this diet or whatever. That's never been good. I think my my mind would be get into a community, you know, it doesn't have to be ours, but get into a community of people who are all seeking this natural health. And you're going to be able to short circuit and avoid a lot of the pitfalls that I that I encountered through the course of my life. Well, thank you so much 
panelists. Thank you so much, audience, for listening. This has been Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this has been Chasing Freedom Momentum Monday. Hopefully you've got a few few nuggets from this episode. Remember to join me also on Thursdays for Coffee and Christ. That's another podcast. And And of course, subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. And, you know, uh, respond if you have a question or comment as a result of this. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Oops. I just really blew it. Oops.